welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. It's June 11th. It's 2021. And we have 13 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. No, it's not Friday the 13th. Just 13 baseball games. Joined today by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. What's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. Glad to be here. Glad to talk a little MLB. Uh, we're we're kind of in, in full swing here with the NBA semi-winding down. We got a, a couple games going tonight that I'll probably try to watch a little bit of and fall asleep on it, on the last one at least. But I'm excited, man. MLB's been been fun, and uh, it's always fun. And, um, you know, another slate to break down, pretty big slate. So um, I'm sure we'll have a few no's along the way. Yeah, I'm sad about basketball. I thought Portland had a chance this year, but I mean, I'm really excited about this Phoenix team. They're did, like did, the sleepers, right? Did you remember? I brought this up. I don't know if anybody remember, but I said this on the pod. I, I've hopefully people have heard me saying that. I've always said Phoenix was my sleeper, especially when the Lakers, I felt like, had some injuries and didn't have the same type of continuity that maybe they normally would have had throughout the season where AD and LeBron could kind of play together and with Schroeder, then you bring in Drummond. I just felt like the Lakers team did not have enough continuity in, in terms of being able to play together throughout the end of the season. And I think that cost them a championship along with the injury, but still, I still think Phoenix, you know, being together all season was huge for them. So uh, I, they were my sleeper to go to the finals uh, too, too bad I didn't go and, you know, find some good Vegas odds because uh, I don't have that here in South Carolina, clearly. But uh, had I had I been able to do that, I might have had a little ticket to cash in. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's interesting. If the Lakers are healthy, we're probably looking at like a Lakers-Nets finals. Um, but, I mean, that's basketball. Not only do you got to play well in the regular season, you got to stay healthy. Um, yeah. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, we can go back a couple championships if uh, if maybe Kevin Love and Kyrie aren't hurt. Maybe they get two championships with LeBron. If Klay Thompson isn't hurt, maybe they beat the Raptors. I mean, every year, man, a major injury can just derail a season. And the Lakers, they got bit by the injury bug pretty bad with LeBron and AD being out a good portion of the season. It happens, man. It happens. So, all right. We are going to focus on some baseball now. Um We start with the game that was postponed on Thursday. We got San Francisco at Washington. Anthony Desclafani against Max Scherzer. This game has a seven and a half total. Washington's a 174 favorite. I look, I always look before the podcast, and this is like the only game again that we have um, potential weather that we're going to be looking at here. Uh, so, I mean, obviously we're going to be fading some weather here, but uh, let's start here with Anthony Descafani. Any any interest in him in this spot? No. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the same same thing as I did yesterday. Low strikeout guy, a lot, you know, they're going to be able to throw some really good hitters at the top of this order. The bottom of the order is going to stink, and the bottom of the order is tempting to potentially take a spot on Descafani. But I just don't see myself doing it. We got some cheap bats that we're going to talk about as we're going through here. And I don't even know if you're going to need to go cheap pitcher today. So um, there's a couple options that we'll talk about when we, when we get there. But uh, Max Scherzer on the other side, I mean, fantastic matchup. He's really good. San Francisco, a little banged up right now, but overall a good lineup. 
my thing is, well, you're paying 11-5 for Scherzer, which is more than DeGrom, more than Woodruff against Pittsburgh, and more than Giolito against Detroit. I mean, out of the four, DeGrom probably has the toughest matchup against San Diego, but he also gets the best ballpark out of the four pitching in New York. So, I mean, I don't see myself using Scherzer unless he's going to be like 10% owned. Yeah, I I mean, I think I'm with you. And on top of that, Stevie, Scherzer may have a little bit of weather again, like, like you just said. So, you know, clearly I'm not going to tell you do not play Max Scherzer because the upside is there. But he, you know, he's probably, you know, as you mentioned, probably going to be number four out of what we would consider to be our top tier today. Um. Yeah, I mean – you can always play Max Scherzer. Dude has a 33.5% strikeout rate since the start of last season. He's dominant both sides. Uh, bats in this game. Let's start with San Francisco. Anything against Scherzer here? No, just going to pass. I, I don't think it's a slate where I need to be playing anybody. So just going to let it go. Yeah, I mean, like I said, if you want to chase like a, a one-off home run with like a Brandon Crawford or something, um, you know, at shortstop, but like they raised this price too. That stinks. Like this dude was 38 yesterday. Oh, and he's 43 it was so today. fun. So fun yeah. getting him in the three K range. He's, I think I've called him out on the pod almost every pod. And now, I mean, four, three isn't bad, but it's bad against Scherzer. And then on the Washington side of things, I mean, the lefties are definitely in play. Juan Soto, Bell, Schwarber, um, if you're going to stack those three, if you want to make it a four man with Turner, um, I just, the pricing makes it, makes it definitely playable because Bell's 4,200, Schwarber's 39. You got to pay up and get Soto. I mean, yeah, I don't hate this spot, but um, I think it's more of a three man stack for me. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Stevie, I mean, Jan Gomes is 5,200. I, I, don't, I don't know what happened today with this algorithm. Uh, Jan Gomes is 5,200, ladies and gentlemen. What a world we live in. I, I'm i not paying 5,200 for Jan Gomes. Wow. We're moving on. That's what we're doing, Will. We got the Rockies going up against the Reds in this one. This game currently sitting at a nine total. Cincinnati is a minus 215 favorite. Kyle Freeland, Tyler Molly. Any interest here in Freeland? Um... No. Zero. I'm with you. No interest. Um, <laughs> I think the Reds are like super solid. Um, I, I talk about it all the time. So, um, you know, especially when you're going to throw a lefty at them, the top of that order with Castellanos, they can go Suarez and go Stevenson. India probably bats lead off. So I'm just, I mean, uh, this isn't a spot that I want to play a low strikeout guy like Kyle Freeland against some of these good bats. Uh, this dude has a 14% K rate since the start of last season. So uh, the other side, Tyler Molly, um, I feel like he is going to be somebody that we're going to be talking about today. Um, he's a huge favorite going up against a pretty weak lineup. Um, what are your thoughts here when it comes to Tyler Molly? Yeah, I, I don't hate Tyler Molly today. I mean, if you look at just this season alone, um, I mean, he's been okay. Like, yeah, you know, I'm of the belief that every pitcher is going to have a few bad games and he's going to have some, but this season, man, 28% K rate, 3.95 X FIP, uh, 24% to the right, uh, K rate to the right side of the plate, 31% to the left side, walking a few more lefties, but you know, overall against, against the Colorado team that hasn't been 
very good most of the season. I think at 7,900, if, if you need some relief at the pitcher position, he's definitely a guy I think we need to consider. At 7,900, I mean, I think that price is, is absolutely fine. Uh, let's talk bats here. Anything on the Rocky side of things? No, I don't mean – if so, I think you're doing it because of, uh, of price, but um, – I don't really see anything that's exciting. I mean, you know, cheap catcher Larry Elias Diaz is thirty two hundred, but I don't, I don't really care about that. So I think I'm just going to pass on the Rockies. The Rockies are priced like they're in course, and I get it's the Great American Small Park, but the Rockies should not be priced like they're in course. Um, <laughs> they're really expensive here. Like, I think that you know, yeah, that's and I kinda... guess I probably should have clarified that. I said price. And what I really meant was spend up to be contrarian with the team in, in Cincinnati. Uh, I didn't mean yeah. price like they were cheap, you know. All right, the Cincinnati. It's good to see Nick Castellanos' price finally come up. Um, I mean, one of the best hitters in baseball this season. He's been facing lefties, and he's been under like 4,500. So um, as far as Cincinnati goes, I mean, it's the same suspects here. Uh, even in a lefty-lefty, I like Winker because it's not like Freeland's a big K guy. Love Castellanos in this spot. Stevenson, 3,900. You could play him at catcher. He's probably hits fourth or fifth in this game. Suarez, I mean, this stack is cheap outside of Winker and Castellanos. So, um, very appealing. I still like Castellanos at 4,800. Stevie, by the way. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Jan Gomes is 5,200 and and (laughs) Castellanos is 4,800. That makes absolutely no sense. Jan Gomes is going to be my meter today for pricing, and I guarantee I'm going to win every single one of those. Uh, but, yeah, I'm with you. Reds are our big-time stack here. Um, even if you avoided Winker, you could still get some really good bats. Lefty-lefty action with Tyler Naquin. You know, Suarez is 45. You know, it, it's it just all over. Kyle Former at the bottom of this lineup, 3K. They, they've got enough bats to make anything work. So I'm, I'm with you. Reds are definitely a top stack. Um, Yeah. I don't really have anything else to add. I kind of talked about it already. Uh, moving on. We got Atlanta going up against Miami, Charlie Morton against Sandy Alcantara. This game has a seven and a half total and Atlanta is a slight one thirty favorite here. Um, almost a pick em game in Miami. Let's start with Charlie Morton. His price tag is going to make him super popular today. Seventy five hundred, yes. going up against Miami. I mean, I mean, outside of ownership, what's not to like about the spot for him? Yeah, man, for sure. I, I like him here. I mean, you've talked about the price. He's kind of their ace. And while you know you may think he's kind of falling off of a cliff because he's getting older. Yes, Charlie Morton is older. Stevie still has a 26.3% K rate. Walking guys at 7.1% rate, 3.51 XFIP. You know, I, I like what I'm seeing here. 29% K rate to righties. It's giving up a little bit more high contact. The lefties, I said 29.6% the lefties. But overall, I mean, I, I, he's still throwing, you know, pretty good heat. Average velocity of about 94.63. I like it. I think I, I think he's in play as well. You know, we talked about Naquin. If I'm going to play Tyler Naquin, in this spot, I'm absolutely going to look at Morton for 400 cheaper. So, fantastic spot for him. I don't feel like there's any reason Charlie Morton and Justin Dunn should be, uh, you know, priced at, at the same spot for this matchup with him facing Cleveland. I, I just, I just don't agree with that. 
I mean, Miami's beat a couple pitchers this season, and like, all right, if you want to play the ownership game, all right, I, I hear you. Like, I, I get that, but I mean, overall, this is a great spot for Charlie Morton. The other side, it's not too great of a spot for Sandy Alcantara. I mean, he's not a bad pitcher. Um, you know, he has a 23% K rate. He's very good against righties. He limits power. He generates ground balls. He gets strikeouts. He doesn't walk people. I like him when he gets to face those like super right-handed heavy teams. So kind of on the fence here because outside of Freeman and Albies, this is a very right-handed heavy offense. It's just such a good offense that he's 9K. If he's 7K, Will, I'm like super interested in this spot. But 9K just... When when all I have to do is find a little bit of money to get up to Giolito, Woodruff, DeGrom, I just can't pay that price for Sandy Alcantara here. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think the other side of this, Steve, is, you know, as you mentioned, you, when you're saying find a little bit of money to get up, we can also find a little bit of money and just go down to Charlie Morton and, and Tyler Molly. I mean, I, I, I'm with you. I think 9K is too expensive for the spot. Um, nothing against Sandy Alcantara. It's just a much tougher matchup than some of these other guys are going to see. I will not be investing in Alcantara today. Yeah, I mean, not only that, you could go down and get Civil against Seattle. I mean, it's just a price thing. I'm not – I'll be honest. I'm not going to sit here and go, I'm stacking Atlanta because I'm not. Um, sure, you could play Freddie Freeman in any matchup because he's just that good. But he's 5,100, so even playing him as like a one-off or stacking Atlanta is expensive today, and this is not a great ballpark. Like, I just don't see myself playing hitters from this game in general. Yeah, I'm with you. I definitely think – I will say this. If you think Atlanta's going to pop off today for some strange reason, because I don't see it in the numbers where it suggests they're just going to have a massive game, I do think this is an offense where – you could stack them, but you're stacking them for the fact that you're saying, hey, this is a good offense. Not that you see anything that's standing out. Um, Miami, anything? Uh, no. I mean, I, I think I think I'm just gonna avoid Miami. Well, let me say this. Corey Dickerson is cheap. He's 3700 Morton's been struggling a little bit more on the left side of the plate this season. You know, maybe maybe a one-off home run or something like that. You know, Asan Diaz as well, but I, I don't I don't really want to target uh, more than too much in this spot. San Diego going up against New York, the Mets, um, Blake Snell, Jacob DeGrom. You want to guess what the total is? Have you looked at it yet? I, I have looked at it. I have it in front of me. All right, so five and, <laughs> five and a half total here. <laughs> Met, Mets, uh, Mets are 160 favorites. Um, I mean, let's start here with Blake Snell. He's 9,400 going up against the Mets. Coming off of his best game of the season against the Mets, um, I mean, <laughs> I can't say I can't have interest in him because he just absolutely dominated this team. And this game is in New York, so it's like a good ballpark. I mean, yeah. yeah. You look at the season numbers and you're like, all right, maybe I don't take a shot here on him. But – when you look at like his his recent numbers, you're like, all right, well, he just dominated this team. Maybe I'll take a shot. Yeah, that's how I feel. I mean, I, I have my feelings about a team seeing a guy kind of back-to-back or semi-back-to-back, like within, you know, two weeks. And I, I'm not all aboard the snail train. 
but I will say at 9,400, because it's the Mets, um, they've seen some kind of weak pitchers there in Baltimore, and they were able to kind of jump off a little bit. I, I don't see them mowing down Blake Snell here. So I think for the price, I mean, heck, even if Blake Snell put up 30, I'd be extremely satisfied. I'd be sat- extremely satisfied at 28. So Snell is absolutely in play. Um, season numbers are terrible, but perhaps, you know, he's a guy that's going to be rounding into form here. And uh, the, the only only thing that concerns me is in that game, he went up to 100, 101 pitches. And, you know, he's only had a few games in the 90s. So that does worry me a little bit, um, especially when I could just pay the extra money and get up to Woodruff for Giolito, who I feel like have a little bit uh, uh, or equitable matchups and feel a little bit more safe. Jacob DeGrom. Just I mean, play the man. I'm not worried about sticky stuff affecting Jacob DeGrom. Let me let me be honest. This guy, <laughs> he's he is just absolutely dominating. Um, you know, he's coming off a 39 fantasy point outing against this team, only throwing 85 pitches. Um he he's the best pitcher in baseball, and I, I will argue that like he's been the best pitcher in baseball for three straight years now. So I mean, he is just really good. And the fact that like he's not the highest priced pitcher on any slate is just crazy to me. Um, I mean, I know it's a tough matchup against San Diego, but fire away. Yep. Uh, all aboard the Jacob DeGrom train. I, I, I don't have any concerns. I mean, you want to know how good Jacob DeGrom is? He is a 160 favorite against the San Diego Padres. There you go. Yeah. Will, any bats on either side of this game? Nah. I mean, this is a full pitching game. I mean, you, you could possibly take both pitches from this game. Like, I don't, you know, I don't do that every game, but I, this is a spot where you could absolutely do it. Absolutely. I mean, both guys put up pretty much 40 fantasy points the last time out. I'd accept that every day of the week. You're trying to shoot for 50, you know, fantasy points in general <laughs> from your pitchers most nights. So, right. I mean, they, they almost got there by themselves, you know. So, I mean, if you want to take a shot on like Pete Alonzo, the only problem is you're paying 5,300 for a one off. You know, he's always a guy that you can play against anybody, but he's going to be really low owned. I mean, that's really the only appeal because this game has a five and a half total for a reason. <laughs> I mean, Toronto and, at Boston. And, we, and we might still be able to take the under. That's how crazy this is. If you're listening, and DraftKings has the, it's the only book that has the total at six. So you can go bet the under there. And if oh it does score gosh. six, you can push, but. All right, we're keep on trucking here. Toronto at Boston. Ross Stripling against Garrett Richards. This game has a nine and a half total. Boston's a one twenty five favorites. Um, any interest here in Ross Stripling? Nah. Yeah, it's kind of where I'm at. I mean, I just feel like if you're going cheap, you're probably not ending up here. Stripling has been pitching really decent here recently, um, but he's just not getting that like ninety pitch number that. We really want to see. So, I mean, if you're playing a 6K pitcher, sure, take a shot. It's not like the Red Sox lineup is, you know, amazing. The top of the order is good. The bottom of the order stinks. Um, He's going to face a lot of righties here. So, I mean, maybe I have more interest than I initially thought about, but it would be like, I mean, if I play three entries, which I play almost every day, I play three entries. If I play three entries on this slate, Am I really going to need stripling? And that's kind of where like I run into the issue. If I was playing 150, maybe, 
But my other concern is like Shipling's a reverse splits guy, and there's a lot of righties in this Boston lineup. So I mean, maybe I don't like Stripling. Talk myself into him and then talk myself out of him like instantly. <laughs> don't do it, Stevie. That's a terrible idea. Well, I mean, I think for me with Stripling, so if he was getting like 90, 90 to 95 pitches, I think we'd have a totally different discussion if he was 6,500. But I, I just I can't bring myself to roster him at 6,500 when Charlie Morton's at 75 and we know he's got the leash. I, I just can't do it. And the better matchup, better ballpark. Um, Garrett Richards on the other side, he's 6,700. Uh, I mean, it's a 21.5K rate guy going up against a – high-powered Toronto offense. I mean, he's a two-pitch pony. He throws fastballs and sliders. And, I mean, it's all he throws. And at one point, I mean, back when me and the me and the Seeds used to do the podcast, like, Toronto at one point was, like, the team, if you had a good slider, you just played them. They're not much better, but, like, it's a completely different team nowadays. So, I mean, I'm yeah. just staying away from Richards here. Yep. I don't think it's any need to play him either. You know, he's, I think he's probably got the worst matchup out of the two. So, yeah, big, big pass, big, big pass. Um, Bats here, Toronto. I mean, they're a stack that I kind of like. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah like I'm Richards allows so much hard contact. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that's, that's the side of the, the, the game I'm on. Um, full steam ahead with with with, uh, with Toronto. I mean, Bobachet's forty nine hundred. I can get some T Oscar action at forty four. Randall Grichik's four K. I know I always throw this guy. He's just so cheap all the time. Like Joe Panics thirty five hundred to make your stack work. Lordy's Guriel, a guy that you know typically doesn't strike out a lot over over the past couple of years. Three point five K. Rowdy Tellez at the bottom of this lineup three K with a little bit of pop. Reese McGuire, if he cracks the line. I mean, I, I like this team. So this is definitely a stack, even though, uh, you know, Boston's favorite here. I do like the Blue Jays on this slate for sure. I think they're a boom bust stack that, like, has the upside to hit, like, four or five home runs. And yeah. on a 13-game slate, sign me up. Um, Red Sox, like, I talked about stripling. Like, he's kind of reverse splits. And, I mean – you're paying up to get Devers and Bogarts and JD Martinez, but the rest of the stack is pretty cheap. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, Danny Santana, you know, he, he's cheap. Verdugo is cheap. Uh, you talk, you talked about the expensive guy. Renfro is cheap. Marwin Gonzalez is just a guy I typically play at second base if I need a filler because he doesn't strike out so much and he could typically knock a few runs in. So at 2,400, he's definitely on my radar. It's kind of, uh, you know, if I need some extreme salary relief at second base, he's big time in play for me. Um, Moving on. We got Baltimore going to Tampa in this one. It's uh, Keegan Aiken against Ryan Yarbrough. This game has an eight total. Tampa is a 145 favorite. It's up to 160 on some books already. Um, big, It's a lot of line movement. Um, on the Tampa side of things, so uh, I'm um, even at 165. At least. Yeah, a lot of yeah. lot of movement here um, from on the Tampa side already. Like this game opened, like I said, and has moved a lot towards the Tampa side. Yep. Um, any interest here in uh, Keegan Aiken? No, I don't think I need him today. 
Ah, man, Will, he is so interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, he's 5K. I just, I still, I don't need him. <laughs> but it's a lefty, like, it's a lefty against Tampa, too. And, like, I am such a sucker for playing left handed pitchers against Tampa. Um, ah, I could see it. I, I really could see playing Keegan Aiken here. His pitch count came up the last two starts. I mean, it doesn't look like he has really bad stuff. He's 5K. 5K. <laughs> it's just like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I could see it really being good. I could see it being terrible. I mean, yeah, I probably don't play him. But if I was playing a bunch of teams, I could see getting like a full-end, top-end stack on this slate and, you know, playing Aiken and DeGrom or something, you know? Um, yeah. Ryan Yarbrough on the other side, coming off of his best start of the season through a, a complete game um, against New York last time out. Can't believe they let him go 113 pitches. I think that is the most shocking thing. But also, they like gave this dude like eight days off. <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Any interest here in Yarbrough? Um, I don't think so, man. Like, I, I think he's okay, but it's like the Charlie Morton and Tyler Malley measuring stick. I, I'd much rather play them than Ryan Yarborough today. So that that's where I am. Yeah, I'm probably not playing him today. Um, I don't like. I don't necessarily hate the matchup going up against Baltimore. They have, uh, I think they have enough decent bats here to kind of beat Yarbrough. But I also could see, like, I mean, this is a team that definitely strikes out against left-handed pitching. Like, the middle of that order, uh, Mountcastle, Stewart, Galvis, Santander, they strike out a lot at the top of the order. Mancini, um, if they get wins in the lineup, I mean, I think I have mixed emotions about y- Ryan Yarbrough. I like the, like the ballpark, but I just don't – I hate the eight days and I hate like, I mean, this is the first time, I think it was the second time this year that he put up over 20. Um, any interest here in the Baltimore bats? I will say this. I think they're a sneaky cheap stack. Um, you know, you got Santander, Mountcastle, uh, Severino, like 2,200 at catcher, Stevie. Wow. Just cheap catcher alert of the day. I, I, I Mikel Franco at 27. I think this team is sneaky in this spot, Stevie. I really do. I know they're in Tampa. Um, for, for the price, I think this team is on the list. Yeah, I mean, it, obviously Baltimore opens the door to getting DeGrom, Gilito, just for instance. Yeah. like. So any five-man stack that is going to open up something like that, uh, especially like if Hayes is back too um, at 3,200 and gets a good lineup spot, like that's another righty that you can kind of look at here. So, I mean, like you're getting, you're getting like these guys at um, like Severino, if he catches today, he's 2,200. I mean, Baltimore is just in play because of pricing. Yeah, way too cheap, I think. Yeah, you're you get Mancini at 49 and the rest of the stacks under 4k, some of them under 3k. So, <laughs> well, there's... mostly everybody's at a 3k. Everybody, well, yeah, 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 everybody's at a 4k. 
And then, I mean, God, you can make a whole stat. Santander's 29, uh, Severino's 2,200. Just if you take those two, I mean, you're in business. Like, this is, this is unreal. Uh, any interest here in the Tampa side? Uh, I've played them a lot recently. I don't mind Yandy Diaz just because he doesn't strike out a lot. But overall, I don't think I'm going to be interested because they're really expensive today for this slate, and I, I don't, I don't think they're a team I want to, you know, plant my flag with. On. Yeah, I mean, I hate Tampa against lefties. They're also a team that's pretty cheap here. Mike Zanino, dude has 12 home runs in the season, so you're like you're chasing home runs at catcher. He's obviously somebody that needs to be on your list today. Seattle at Cleveland, uh, Justin Dunn against uh, Civil. I don't see a total for this game yet. Oh, no, it came out eight and a half. Yeah. Cleveland's a one fifty favorite. Um, I think it's because Justin Dunn's coming back from the IL. Um, any interest here refresh, in Stevie? I thought I had, uh, thought I had it at nine, but that eight and a half is fine. Yeah. My um, any interest here in Justin Dunn? No, no, don't think I want to play. He hasn't been terrible this season. But once again, the Charlie Morton effect, uh, Dunn has a much uh, tougher matchup than, than Charlie Morton's going to have. So definitely going to be avoiding him on this slate. Yeah, zero interest. Not at 7,400. I mean, the matchup's not terrible. Um, Civil here, any interest here in Aaron Civil? Yeah, I, I think I think Civil is okay. Like, you know, he's – at, at uh, eighty four hundred, I think I think that's fine. You know, I mean, I, I'm going to need twenty five out of him. I feel like at that price today, um, and if I don't feel like I can get that, once again, I'm going down to Malley or I'm going down to Morton. But I, I don't hate him. It's a matchup with Seattle, who's been a little bit better recently, but overall, still not a uh, a strong team. Yeah, I mean, sure, like you could definitely um, take shots on him in this spot. It's just. I mean, I don't love it. Um, I, I don't hate it is what I meant to say. I don't I don't hate this spot. Like, overall, Seattle's not, like, this really high-powered offense. So, he's a guy that can put up 20-plus. Uh, I think he's put up 25 a couple times this season. So, um, the ability is there. Uh, any interest in the Seattle Bats? Uh, no, not particularly. I mean, they are cheap. I mean, Cal Seager's 3,500. I think if you're playing them, you're just playing them because they're cheap, but you're not playing them because you're completely interested. But I mean, you know, big slate, you're trying to fit in some big arms. Maybe this is one of those 10% stacks that you have. I mean, gosh, man, outside of Mitch Hanniger, geez, incredibly cheap, Steve. I mean, Shed Long is 2K. I only, only because they're cheap. That, that's it. I mean, he's a he's a league average strikeout pitcher. So, like, if you want to play Seager, I'm never going to talk you off of that. Um, Hanniger, thirty five hundred. Yeah, like Hanniger, and like if you want to round it out with like a Tom Murphy or a JP Crawford or something, like it's a league average strikeout pitcher that is probably going to get a little bit of ownership today because he's facing Seattle. So, I mean, he gives up a lot of hard contact to both sides of the plate. So, don't be afraid to. Take some Seattle bats if um, Aaron Civil is really chalky here. Um, any interest in the Cleveland side? 
I do. I'm not playing Cesar Hernandez at 5,200, though. Uh, Eddie Rosario is definitely going to probably be one of my favorite bats on the day. Uh, I like him a lot. I like the price. Um, you can always play Jose Ramirez, of course, but I, I did want to point out Eddie. Like, Eddie Rosario, one of my top plays of the day. I mean, yeah, like Justin Dunn, another guy that uh, slightly above league, league average as far as strikeouts, but this dude is a massive fly ball pitcher that gives up a lot of hard contact, and he walks a ton of people. So this is like a recipe for a stack to go off. Um, so, I mean, you could you could play Rosario, like you said, Ramirez, obviously. You could chase a big home run guy like Josh Naylor. Um, I mean, yeah, Cleveland's definitely a, like a team that – Again, like you just want to kind of get some exposure to if you're playing a lot of teams today, because I mean, the recipe for dinner success is in the in the matchup here with Dunn. High fly ball rate, <laughs> bunch of bunch of hard contact. Yeah, uh, we got Chicago going up against Detroit in this one. Luke Lucas Giolito against Tarek Scoble. This game has an eight total. And Chicago White Sox, a 167 favorites. Um, Lucas Giolito against Detroit. I mean, what's not to like about this spot for him? Outside the fact that, like, he struggled in, in two starts against them this season. He allowed three home runs against Detroit last time out. Yeah, of course he did. And uh, I, I was all over him. And I'm not going to let that deter me, Stevie. Going right back to the well. Definitely a guy that is top three on the list for me in terms of pitching choices today. I mean, he should be. Uh, he should be up there for sure. I like him because of the price. I like him more um, than I like a guy like Scherzer. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I'm with you 100%. I mean, I mean we're pretty much getting what, a $1,400 discount. I'll take yep. that every day of the week. Yep. I'm right there with you. Um, on the other side, we got Scoble. I mean, he's 6900 he just put up 30 fantasy points against this team last time out. Like Chicago White Sox are usually one of the best teams in baseball against left-handed pitching. And like he just he he's his strikeouts are just absolutely great um here recently. Yeah, man. I mean he's been fine, but he's still got a 5.03 X flip. I mean, his his K rate's 28% on the season, but his walk rate's 10%. Um you know, still giving up a lot of hard contact to righties. I mean, a lot of fly balls to righties, uh, walking righties. I, I still think, you know, this is a boom or bust stat. You know, you talked about that with uh, with Toronto. I feel the same way about the White Sox. Like, if they get to him early, uh, it, it could be – they smell some blood in the water. It could get ugly real quick. Um, you know, but, you know, the main guy's expensive. Brady's 5,600, Mercedes 49. Uh, you know, Tim Anderson's 51. So you, if you want to play this team, you may have to piece together a few guys from the bottom of the lineup, like an Andrew Vaughn angle, something like that. <sighs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Any interest here in the Detroit bats? Oh, no. Oh, easy pass. Oh, no. right? Easy pass. Easy pass. Pittsburgh <laughs> at Milwaukee. Chase DeYoung against Brandon Woodruff. Uh, this game has a seven and a half total. Milwaukee's a massive 265 favorite. Um, yeah, I mean, DeJong, 6,100. 
we really don't have a large sample size for him. His strikeout stuff seems really decent. Um, the underlining numbers don't look great. Got kind of beat up here last time out by Miami. I mean, I'm not playing this guy. Oh, negative. Not at all. Brandon Woodruff, though, on the other side of this game, facing I this goodness. terrible Pittsburgh lineup, sign me up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, very interested uh, in, in Brandon Woodruff today. Man, it, it, this should be a fairly easy matchup for him. I mean, he's put up 30, 30 plus fantasy points in three of the last five. I, I like him here. So he, he's, you know, probably number. I actually think he's number two on my list, followed by Giolito. But, I mean, they're kind of like 2A and 2B. Yeah, I mean, I like him more than Giolito just because he's actually been pitching better this season. And, like, his his offense should be able to get him some runs here. And, like, I feel like this is a spot he should cruise um, and put up 30-plus. I mean, they're both phenomenal plays. I'm just saying, I like Woodruff a little bit more. I'd probably rank them DeGrom, Woodruff, Giolito, Scherzer, um, if I had to rank those four guys. Yeah. So, yep. um, bats in this one, I- I'm fading Pittsburgh. No chance. Yep. No Pittsburgh bats. I think Milwaukee is another cheap stack. You know, we talked about, was it Baltimore? Milwaukee's another cheap stack. Like, obviously, you got to pay up for Yelich, but the rest of this team is really cheap. It's not like DeJong is going to go out there and overpower anybody. Um, I think this is another spot you could play. Yeah, man. Our good friend, Mr. Vogelbach, 3,800, Stevie, under 4K, the powerhouse himself. Uh, definitely, he's on the list today. Avisel Garcia, God, it feels like every time I turn around, he's hitting a bomb. Uh, I don't even know how many home runs he has on the year. Let me check that. Uh, I feel like he has at least eight, but I could be wrong about that. So let's see. My guess was eight, Stevie. He has 12. 12 home runs for Avisil Garcia. Uh, he's on the list, man. I, he, he's a guy that's been, like I said, hitting well. Uh, Omar Navarez, while he's 4,100, if I'm building a stack, I don't hate it. If Jace Peterson happens to crack this lineup, Stevie, at 2,600, you just put him in the stack. He's like Billy McKinney from the other night. Cheap part of a stack against a rough pitcher. Put him in. Let's let's make some money. So that, that's where I am. Uh, of course, JBJ is down there as well at the bottom of the order. Uh, so anyway, like you said, cheap stack. I like it. Can can get us all the pitching we need. Yeah, I mean, it just at the end of the day, it's a it's thirteen game slate. So taking a shot on a cheap stack is not a crazy idea. So. Not when you're getting two pitches to get you forty. I mean, 40 apiece. That can get you 40 apiece. I mean, that's a recipe for success. Houston at Minnesota. Your Kaidi against um, Shoemaker in this one. Ten and a half total here. Houston's a 148 favorite. Um, I mean, Vegas across the board expected really high scores in this game. I think this has the highest total on the slate. Um, your Kaidi. I just, I mean, yeah, he's had some games this season, but Vegas is expecting a lot of runs in this game. Um, no, no respect for Jose Urquidy at all. No, not at all. I mean, he's eighty six hundred. I think. I I don't think I'm going to play him at that price, Stevie. So it's nothing against him. I I, I think he's an okay pitcher, but I, I just that price. Uh, no way, Jose. Literally, no way, Jose. Yeah, I'm not paying eight six for him on the slate. <laughs> sure, he could go out and have a good game, but I'm just I'm passing. 
Uh, Matt Shoemaker, he allowed eight runs um, and got through a third of an inning against Kansas City the other day. <laughs> got absolutely shelled. Um, oh, gosh. They yeah, like he just he he could not miss a bat. It was it was phenomenal to watch. Um, you know, you see those innings sometimes and you're like, oh, I gotta go back and watch and see what happened there. Um, I have zero interest in Matt Shoemaker against a low strikeout Houston offense. He struggles against lefties. There's a lot of power lefties in this lineup with Tucker, Alvarez, even Brantley. Um, nope. Yep, won't be playing shoemaker, but I do have a really bad dad joke. And that's that a lot of shoes will be making their way around the bases. Whoa, uh, this guy. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. That wasn't too bad. Uh, Houston bats. I mean, I think Houston's the top stack on the slate. Um, top stack on the slate. I know they're expensive, but this is one of those teams that Alvarez and Brantley and Tucker are three of your main pieces here, the lefties, and they're all super cheap. So Correct. You, just pair, you just pair two of these expensive guys with those three cheap guys, and the stack's really not that terrible. And guess what? I might even fade all the expensive guys. Stevie, four, Alvarez, five, Uleski, uh Guriel, who's probably hit better overall than Altuve, Correa, and Bregman. Overall, in terms of just hits, I'm not talking about power, but he's had, he's had a phenomenal season. My boy, Brantley, one of my favorite players in the MLB, 3,800. Kyle Tucker, 3,700. Miles Straw, 2,500. Stevie, I think we can get away with avoiding all the 5K bats from Houston and come out on top in this thing. I really do. I think four, five, six, seven. Uh, if it were to line up that way, if it were to line up that way, it's fantastic. We know sometimes, you know, I think before they've had Brantley around two or three, uh, clearly, you know, they've shifted the lineup around. But this stack, Stevie, at the heart of or the, the middle to the mid-bottom of this order with these prices, sign me up. I mean, sign me up. Yeah, I mean, sign, sign me up too, Will. Right there <laughs> with you, buddy. Uh, as far as Minnesota goes, I mean – they're pretty cheap too. Like, you know, we talked a little bit about Baltimore. We talked about Milwaukee. This game has one of the highest totals on the slate. Um, no respect here whatsoever from Vegas. So, I mean, yeah. Yep. Another spot. I mean, you got Polanco at 4K, Larnack at 2100. Uh, I'm just kind of trying, well, trying to point out a lot of the cheaper bats. Uh, Kirilov, 3,700. I mean, these guys are cheap, man. So I'm with you. Uh, Jeffers, if he's if he happens to catch 2,500, so many options. So I'm with you. This is probably a stackable game for sure. All right, cruising along here. We got LA going into Arizona. Um, there's no roof information on this game yet. I did look before we got started. It's not out yet. Uh, this game has a nine total. Arizona's a 130 favorite. They opened as a 130 favorite. Sorry. It is now it is now the Angels minus 140. So a lot of movement here. It's Otani against Kelly. Um, I don't think Otani was announced when the Lions first came out, and then like it got announced that he was going to pitch, and the Lions quickly moved. Um, any interest here in Otani going to Arizona? Um I mean, I don't hate it. I just wish Otani was – I mean, man, it, I, I just don't think I need Otani today. And that's my issue, right? It's like who else can I play 
that I feel better about. I actually don't hate Arizona's offense that much. And so for that reason, I think Otani might be on the outside looking in. Like, I feel like Savale may be a better play, even though I do like Seattle and some of these cheap bats. I, I feel like Morton's a better play. I feel like Malley's probably absolutely a better play. I just, I don't think I can do it. But I, I don't dislike Otani. I just, with all the other options, I don't think I need to invest in him. I mean, I think Otani's fine. The roof is going to be closed for the weekend. Um, I just, it, it is up now. Okay. So the roof's going to be closed. I mean, Otani has to strike out stuff to get you there. The problem is, um, you know, looking at, depending on what the lineup looks like, there are some guys, the Castro, Marte, they don't strike out a ton, Cabrera, even like a Josh Reddick type, they don't K a lot. So, I mean, this is a spot that you're not getting the best strikeout matchup on the slate, even at this price range. So that's where I have some interest uh, or um, concerns, not interest. Um, and then Kelly on the other side, Merrill Kelly is an average pitcher. That I think that's being nice. Um, I mean, yeah, I just – I, I don't I don't like the Angels lineup right now, especially with Otani pitching. They have let him hit a couple times this season, even when he's been pitching. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I just – it's so hard to play Merrill Kelly, even on this slate, at this price. Who is the 5K pitcher that we were just talking about? I can't think of his name right now. Um, guy from Baltimore. Yeah, Keegan Aiken. I would play Keegan Aiken at 5K before I would play Kelly at 7K. Now that I can get behind, Stevie. There we go, I, Will. I, I, I'm absolutely with you. I, I can get behind you on this. No way I'm playing Merrill Kelly. So 100% agree. 100%. Like, that'll get me on some Keegan, Stevie, compared <laughs> to Merrill Kelly. Yes. That's what I do, buddy. That's what I do. Um, <laughs> no trowel. Otani's pitching, so you can't play him as a hitter. You got Anthony Rendon. You got Jared Walsh. They're cheap. Upton, if you want to make it a three-man stack. I think that's where you'd really be looking at um, for the angels here. Cause Kelly is a guy that gives up a lot of hard contact. So chasing the power here with Walsh Rendon and Upton is that's what I would do. Absolutely. I'm, I'm with you hundred percent. And then if you happen to have, you know, if you got into some five man action, you know, Max Stasi down there at catcher at 3,100 is not too bad. I, I do think, I feel like Severino from Baltimore is kind of the de facto cheap guy today at catcher. But I don't hate Stasi if you if you're getting in on some angel stack action. Way to jinx it, Will. Now stat now um Severino's not gonna be in the lineup. Um <laughs> gonna tilt us all. You know I love playing me a two K catcher. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh any interest here in the Arizona bats? Um, maybe just some one off action. Like David Peralta's thirty three hundred. I don't hate that. Eduardo Escobar is forty three. Um, but you know. Like I said, it would just be one-off action. I don't want to stack these guys. Yeah, I mean, they, I, if I was going to play Arizona, I'd stack them. Just hoping Otani is walking a lot of guys. You get a couple big hits when he's walking people. I'm not playing Arizona here. <laughs> All that to say that. Moving on, um, Kansas City at Oakland. We got Brady Singer, Cole Irvin, eight and a half total. Oakland's a 138 favorite. Um, any interest here in Singer? No, uh, not going to play him. Oakland coming around here, definitely going to be a big avoid for me. Cole Irvin on the other side. I mean, 6,600. I think the price tag 
is a little appealing. It's a lefty against this offense, too. I mean, I don't think he is the craziest play, but, I mean, my biggest concern with him is he doesn't strike anybody out. And, like, you, Solaire, Dozier, Gutierrez, Taylor, like that, like, four man right there is, like, a 30-plus percent strikeout rate, so anybody could strike those guys out. But they also have a lot of power, too. Um, Solaire, his power has kind of disappeared all, all of a sudden. Um, he just, he's been struggling, but... I mean, Cole Irvin's not the the greatest play. He's not the worst play. Um, I mean, he could put up 15 to 20 points here. That's all I got. Yeah, man, I, I'm not playing Cole Irvin. 17% K rate. That, that's all I need to see. Giving up hard contact to both sides. I, just, I can't do it. Avoid. Um, any interest in the Kansas City bats? I mean, I, I don't hate it. I mean... It, especially some of these lefties, you know, like Carlos Santana, he's kind of on the list today for me. When I'm looking at what Cole Irvin is doing, I mean, he's throwing fastball 50% of the time to lefties, and it's not extremely high velocity. Carlos Santana, Stevie, 241 ISO, 60% hard hit rate, 93.4% average exit velocity, average hit distance of 346 feet, contact rate of 87 and a half, Whiff rate of 12%. I mean, this guy is big time in play. Oh, watch this, Stevie. Salvador Perez, 333 ISO, 62.5% hard hit rate, 94.4% average exit velocity, 456 feet average hit distance. Carlos Santana and Salvador Perez feel like automatic dongs. Now, I know, and clearly now that I'm bringing it up, it might not be the case. But, man, do they look good in this spot. Same thing for Hunter Dozier. I I like the Kansas City stack today, Stevie. Big time in play. I really like these guys. Yeah, I mean, definitely, um, you know, Dozier's 3,100. I know Soler has been atrocious, but he's 2,900. So he's priced down there um, like he's been hitting. So he's always a guy that can hit a big fly. And at 2,900, if you're stacking this team, you have to have interest in him. Yes. Uh, as far as Oakland goes, I mean, I don't hate Oakland. I don't love the pricing. I don't see myself ending up on Oakland here. But, I mean, I wouldn't talk you off of playing Oakland. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. You know, I'm looking at Brady Sager, 23% K rate, 4.5 XFIP. Um, but I, I think Oakland is good enough to kind of overpower him here. Uh, you know, he's mostly throwing sinker to both sides of the plate. So, I – I'm just not scared of Brady Singer. I think if I'm playing this team, I'm, I'm just stacking him and moving on. I got you, Brady Singer. Moving on, finish it out. Texas facing the Dodgers. Uh, eight total. LA is a 260 favorite. It's moved to 285. It's moved to 290 in some places. And it's moved to 300. Yeah, 300. <laughs> um, I mean – Michael Fultonevich here, 5,900. I mean, you get the short end of the stick when you face the Dodgers. Getting healthy, Dodgers. Fulte, I mean, Fulte's decent, but he's terrible against lefties. I mean, the Dodgers are just loaded with left-handed bats. Now that Bellinger's back, um, Max Muncy's healthy again. And, I mean, yeah. Yeah, the Dodgers. Yep. Don't don't play no, Fultonevich no here. Negativo. Um, any interest here in Kershaw going up against Texas? I mean, this, he has a 28, 28% K rate since the start of last season. There's a lot of lefties. 
even when Kershaw was struggling, he was the lead against left-handed hitters. I mean, this seems like a spot that nobody's going to play Kershaw because of all these guys in this range. And like, we should probably get some exposure to Kershaw here. Listen, man, Kershaw this season, Stevie, this season, 28.3% K rate, 3.43 XFIP. I like him. I mean, he's still deaf to lefties, Stevie. Uh, 28% hard contact to lefties, 51.9% ground ball rate, walking lefties at 6.3% clip. I, I, I'm with you, man. Kershaw is in play today for sure. Absolutely in play. Like, absolutely. I wouldn't mind some Kershaw-Snell lineups today, right, just to kind of maybe get a little leverage. Maybe both of these guys put up 30, and I can squeeze in a few more of the bigger bats from some of the bigger teams. I, I like Kershaw today. He's he's absolute, He's probably fifth on my list in terms of the top tier, and then we'll probably drop down to Charlie Boyd. Um, yeah, I mean, I have zero interest in the Texas bats. Nope. No bets. Uh, Dodgers. I mean, they're 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 your late night hammer. Yep. L N H late night hammer Dodgers. Uh, just stack this team up and down. I don't I don't care if Fultonevich is a little bit better against righties. He you know he'll well he can still walk a righty. So I, I like him here. The Dodgers are just a stack. Period. Especially when they're you know close to full strength. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and uh, yes. then we'll get out of here. I hope everyone has an awesome weekend. Uh, under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got? Easy. Give me my boy, Charlie Morton. Yep. I um, I like it. I'm going to go with Keegan Aiken. Um, Man. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust? Um, so many guys. I could go with the Vegas team, but give me Sandy Alcantara against Atlanta. All right. I'm going to go your Kyrie. Yeah, that's the Vegas version. Over 4K to hit a home run. Who do you got going yard today? Oh, man, I like so many guys, Stevie. Um, But give me – I think this is our hometown favorite. Everybody loves this guy. Give me Nick Castellanos. I like it. I'm going Vlad Guerrero Jr. Like um, under 4K to hit, get two hits. Who do you like? Come on, man. This is easy, Stevie. You know where I'm going. If not, my boy, Michael Brantley. Come on, Mike. Bring me home here. I like it. Um, I'm going to go Mount Castle at 3,300 to get two Ooh, hits. Today. I like it. Yeah. I think he has a, like an eight or nine game hit streak going. He's been hitting the ball well, really cheap going up against the lefty here. Um, stack to score six or more runs. Who do you got? Man, so many options today, Stevie. And I want to kind of, I mean, guys aren't going to be high owned today, but I just, I've got a feeling about this team, you know, based on, you know, some of the things that, that we saw that we talked about, I'm actually going to go with the Milwaukee Brewers against Chase DeYoung. I I, th- I think they I think they hammered this guy today. Going Milwaukee, that's a little bit off the board because the Vegas total doesn't suggest that they're going to run it up like Houston. I think Milwaukee's in play today. No, I like it. Um, I like it. I'm going to go Baltimore. Um, they're cheap. If I was taking anybody, I'd take Houston 
for what it's worth. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go unchalky today. I'm gonna go Baltimore. Um, I really like that Baltimore Houston Degrom build. Um, so that's what I'm kind of hoping for. Uh, Will any bets standing out to you here night before? Some of these lines have already moved a lot, um, kind of to where that like I was thinking. So like I I I like when you could jump on them early, but I mean they're moving quick. Yeah, I think for me, and this is what's crazy, I take Kansas City plus one twenty four. I've got plus one twenty. They might be around plus one twenty right now, but that that's what I would take. I think Kansas City outright wins this game. Period. Yeah, you can get them plus 30 in some places too. Um, so yeah, I like that. I mean, yeah, I think there's a couple places you can get Atlanta minus 125. I'd jump on that. Um I would jump on that. And like I said, when we were breaking down the game, San Diego, New York, there's a couple places that the total's still six. I'd take the under on six. That way, you know, if it is a six run game, like you you can push a little bit instead of that five and a half where you lose. So Shop around. You always got to shop around when it comes to even sports betting. So, uh, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, man. Have a great weekend, Stevie. Have a great weekend, everybody. And I think I'll be back next week hanging out a little bit more. You'll be back on Monday. So, there have it a is. good weekend. We'll chat Monday. We got the NASCAR All-Star Race this weekend. Special NASCAR premium package price this week of $10.00. You get the the full Xfinity and truck content for Saturday, and then you get projections and an article for the All-Star Race on Sunday. It's going to be wild and probably one of the hardest races ever to try to predict, but it's going to be fun. So uh, I'm excited for that. So make sure you guys are checking that out here at Roto-Grinders. Hope everyone has an awesome weekend. We'll be back on Monday talking some more baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.